Welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Today I have a mini-sode for you, obviously. You know that. You saw the title. <laughs> um, this one comes from Hunter. Thank you, Hunter, for writing in. He says, Hello, fellow ex-Mormons. My name is Hunter. I'm 27 and live in Studio City, California. I just finished listening to the Devilish Distortions episode of y'all's amazing podcast. I have never heard two ex-Mormons speak about what I have been feeling for so long, and it was the most satisfying podcast listen I've experienced. Okay, I have to pause there. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Um, that means the world to us. I'm honestly blushing. You know, it's just crazy to hear that. And it's so kind of you when you guys write in and you tell us these beautiful things. So thank you. He goes on. I was raised Mormon. My parents and extended family are all active except for my siblings. Thank God. Our family tree basically dates back to the beginning of the LDS church. For myself, I'm pretty far along in my ex-Mormon journey. Not that it ever stops, really, and it's been within the past two or three years i felt very comfortable with where I'm at. I think everyone that leaves goes through different stages. For me, it was feeling judged, then anger, then questioning my decisions, then praying, then back to being angry, etc. Um, so I'm going to pause here because I totally relate, Hunter. Um... For me, I think it was very similar to what you described. I was really feeling judged. I was extremely confused and conflicted about what I believed, what the church told me was true, and what I thought was morally right. And then I had a stage of rebellion, which included anger, and I was that you know, super angry kind of anti-Mormon for a bit, although it wasn't super public because I grew up in Utah County and I couldn't really do it much, <laughs> many places besides the internet. But anyway, then I went through a phase where I thought that I was so confused and so angry because perhaps Satan had misled me and I needed to pray more, and that I was the problem. And I thought, oh, I might need to go back to church. Luckily, that didn't stick for more than a week or two, but I remember feeling it intensely. And it's so true that everyone goes through these phases very differently, and some phases can last a really long time for people. Um, for me, I know I haven't believed in this church for over 10 years, but it's only been within the past probably maybe year and a half that I've fully let go of my belief in God and particularly the Mormon God. And, and, and when I was before this, but you know, a couple of years ago, even though I didn't believe at all, if I was frightened or full of anxiety, I could, I still found myself saying an internal prayer to heavenly father. I'm doing air quotes, but, um, 
reaching the point in my journey where I no longer feel that and where I can feel absolutely free is so amazing and I'm so grateful that I've gotten to that point although you know it did take a long time and I know some people's some people get there quicker and some people land on different religions and that's totally fine but um it's so true that the journey never really stops (laughs) okay back to the letter With what I know now about the LDS church and continue to learn because there seems to be a new sexual assault case against Mormon bishops and stake presidents daily, among other things, I can't help but feel sad for my family and friends that are still involved. My parents have been great with the whole process. My mom was sad for many years, but has since realized that even and even understands now why we left. She's even drinking coffee now and sometimes skips out on church, lol. I think this is a new stage for me where I actually feel sad for members and disgusted with its leaders. You know, same goes for me. I feel, I feel sad for people who believe, especially people that I know who are really great, super kind-hearted, amazing people and their members. And so for a long time, that's why I hesitated and was super nervous about even making this podcast is because I know so many people who are really great and I don't want to offend them. But after talking with Sarah and really, you know, reaching deep down into (laughs) what I think is correct, I and Sarah and I both, we decided that making this podcast was something we really should do and honestly to see the outpouring of love and support from you all just makes it so worth it because there are people who hate us there are people who say that we're you know negative and that we don't know what we're talking about but it's so lovely to hear these types of messages that validate that our decision to make this podcast was correct because i i totally get it i get that i don't want to hurt people's feelings i feel bad for people who are in the Mormon church. And that's part of even why we do this is that we would like our voices to reach people who are members and say, Hey, look, there's a different way you can live. And it could possibly be so much better for you than what you're currently experiencing. Okay. Back to the letter. For a long time, deep down in the back of my mind, I always thought that someday, maybe when I'm old, I'll go back. This was most likely due to the extreme fear-mongering and guilt-tripping tactics used. Today, there is no fucking way in hell I'd ever go back to that tyrannical cult-like organization. (laughs) I guess what I'm trying to say here, and thank you if you even took the time to read this, of course we did, Hunter, (laughs) is that I'm thankful for what you all are doing. Thank you. Like I said, I haven't listened to another ex-Mormon who really talks about the exact exact things that I have been in, that have been in my mind for years. And this was the first episode I've listened to, and so I'm excited to go back, listen to more, and share it, and hope you guys keep going. Your fellow ex and telestial kingdom goer, probably Hunter. Hunter, um, thank you so much. I hope that you did go back and listen to our other episodes. I know that our first ones are (laughs) a little rough, but that's, you know, the beauty of it, right? Is that you just have to get out there. We didn't know what we were doing. We were both terrified 
to do this, let alone we had no idea how to technically produce a podcast. But um, I hope that you did go back and you at least enjoyed the content. And um, I, it really is, I think, it, when I meet someone who's an ex-Mormon, there's this immediate bond. I feel this immediate camaraderie with them. Like, you've been through it. You know, you understand all these things that it's really hard to explain to people unless they've been through it. So we are here for you. We are so grateful for you for listening. So thank you for listening to this week's special letter. Um, I hope you guys all have a great holiday week. I'm going to be in the land of the Mormons celebrating. So wish me luck. Send me all of the not prayers, (laughs) but just thoughts and possibly emails to help me get through it. Anyways, you all are the best. Have a great week. Again, if you didn't know, send us your emails to not so molly mormon podcast at gmail.com. And until next time, we'll see you guys later.